You're tuned into the Barrage Sports Show. What's up, everybody? It's the Barrage Sports Show, one of your best sports podcasts out there. Matter of fact, in my opinion, I think you're number one. But shout out to everybody else. Um, I'm your host, Michael Barrage, the dad, and I'm here with my son, Mike Burr. Mike Burr always delivers. So we got to have a real good podcast for you today. But let's just start off with some NBA news. Big news today about the NBA. Mike, I know you looked that up. You researched to tell me what uh, what's going down. All right, so good news uh, for all the Hoop fans. Uh, basketball is coming back. The NBA is back. Um, they'll be playing in uh, Orlando. And it's going to be, so far, 22 teams have agreed to come back. Um, so that's all 16 playoff teams, plus New Orleans, Portland, Phoenix, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Washington. Um, so the format for coming back, there's going to be eight regular season games. Um, then it's going to be a play-in tournament for the eighth seed, and then the playoffs will start. So I, I think this is a good format uh, because you, you give the other teams that agreed to come back a chance to play for that eighth seed and try to take on the Bucks or the Lakers. And then uh, you give the players a chance to warm up with those eight uh, regular season games. Um, and my personal take, I think that for the play-in tournament, um, just like we saw with the All-Star game being in Chicago this year, uh, when they had the first three quarters uh, standard basketball, but then that fourth quarter they had it more like a pickup game. Yeah. I think that'll be an exciting touch to add to that play-in tournament where you have them play the standard basketball for three quarters, and then for the fourth quarter you set a, a score limit and have them hoop because it brings out that, like, that playground kind of competition out of the NBA players. I think I think it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good idea, you know, just to mix it up, do something special, something different. I mean, the season's, you know, abbreviated anyway, so might as well think outside the box, get the fans a little something different to cheer about. So, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I think that's, that'd be pretty cool. But I'm just happy that the NBA is coming back. Yeah. I really am yeah. because we need sports, you know. Without sports – you kind of see that you get a little, you know, I won't say sad, but you just don't. You need that getaway. You need that escapism. It's great to be a fan, especially if you love the game. Yeah. So I'm glad it's coming back, and I'm glad they're picking a format. And, you know, it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be really exciting. Plus, it's going to be great that we're going to finally be able to crown a champion. Yeah. I think the season will be kind of incomplete if we just canceled the entire season and there's no champion. Yeah, you, you need some sort of uh, resolution because it, it was a great – it was one of the best NBA seasons in recent history um, until it got canceled. It was really exciting, a lot of competition, um, a lot of surprises, and uh, especially with the offseason, you know, so many players moved around. So I, I definitely think it's good they're coming back and giving us, you know, a champion and some sort of resolution to the season. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's going to be cool. So – with that being said, let's do a draft. Let's do a draft. Okay. We're going to do NBA, and let's do an all-time team where, let's say, you pick six players, I pick six players. So that's five players, five starters, and a six-man. But let's kind of do our draft a little bit different. Let's add you have to pick a coach, okay. and you have to pick a GM. And okay. they can be drafted as well. So 
in whichever order you want to pick them. You could pick a coach number one. You could pick a player number one. You could pick your GM number one. So let's just go for it. Let's do an all-time draft in honor of the NBA coming back soon, which yeah. is great news. You yeah. like that? Yep. All right, let's do it. So um, we've already flipped the coin. So, Mike, you won the number one pick. All right. So, so let's go for it. Uh, I'm not even going to think about it. Give me Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Why even, Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Why even uh, think about that one? Uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, we all know who he is, the GOAT. Um, I mean, do I really even have to explain it? I mean, one of the most exciting players. Just the will to win, the will to want to win every possession want to dominate the other team and motivate his guys to be the best they could be. And then on top of that, you you also bring the Jordan brand to your team. You know, the iconic Jordan brand, still selling the most sneakers. So, I mean, why even? It's duh. Like, it's obvious. <laughs> okay, all right. I uh, kind of figured that would be the number one pick. But I'm going to, I'm going with the guy that is known as Mr. Basketball. The first Bonafide superstar the NBA. He revolutionized the game. And since you're going with Jordan, rep Chicago, I'm staying in the state of Illinois. I'm going with the big fella, George Mikan. For all mm. of you basketball historians, old school. Okay, that's a surprise. Yeah, like he, I think he was like a five-time MVP. Um, he really revolutionized the game. In fact, when he was in college, he forced the NCAA to make the goaltending rule because mm. he would just swat the ball out of the basket. So that's when they added goaltending. When he got to the NBA, he was so dominant in the paint, they expanded the paint from 6 feet to 12 feet, and that's called the Mikan rule. Then he went on to be the ABA commissioner for the ABA, and he's one of the founders of the three-point line. So iconic. When you talk about the goats, a lot of times people don't talk about the first Bonafide professional basketball player, it really in the world, George Mikan. Plus, he repped uh, Shot Town as well because he played for the DePaul Blue Demons for the legendary coach Ray Meyer. So I'm I'm repping um, George Mikan as my number one pick, the okay. big fella. I, I didn't see that one coming, mm-hmm. and I know I know everybody who who remembers doing the Mikan drill too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so with that. Michael Jordan might be the best player of all time, but I think outside of Wilt, the most dominant streak is Shaq. Mm. When he was on the Lakers, it's nothing you could do. You know, seven foot two, three hundred sixty pounds, and and he was athletic. Uh, just, I mean, I don't think it's anybody that could could deal with Shaq when he was in his prime. You know, just athleticism. Plus, just the size, the the speed, the quickness, the and he had the post moves to match all of that. Um, there's nothing you could do. He's gonna get your other bigs in foul trouble. Um, the only weakness is the free throw, but he's giving you defense and offense. He's gonna get your bigs in foul trouble, make everybody collapse in the paint, and also just brings like a fun atmosphere to the team as well. So give me Shaq for my second pick. The Diesel. The Diesel, I like that. You can't go wrong with Shaq. But I'm going to go with another guy who caused the rule change, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. When he was in college, 
they had to ban dunking because he was just so dominant, which led to the creation of the prettiest shot in the history of sports, the sky hook. And he's the all-time leading scorer, perennial MVP, perennial all-star, five rings, he just, matter of fact, six rings. I take that back. Sorry, I forgot oh, yeah, about the Yeah, the Bucks. For I even. forgot about the Bucks. So, by itself. Yeah, by, well, he had the big O. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to Cap, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I got two Lakers running a twin tower offense. George Mikan, the first GOAT, and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the second GOAT. Okay. Okay. I like the, I like the twin towers thing you got going on. Uh, so for my third pick, since he's still on the board, I didn't expect him to still be here. I'm going with Brian. Gotta get mm. Brian. King James. <laughs> <laughs> Another goat, definitely the goat of this generation. Uh, and what can he do? He does everything. He fills the stat sheet, rebounds, assists. And he, uh, what I like about Brian, he's a superstar. Of course, he could drop thirty a night if you need him to. But on top of that 30, he's going to get other guys involved. He's going to get other guys the ball. And it doesn't have to all be about him. Um, and he can score inside, outside. If you put a smaller defender on him, he'll take him in the post. You put uh, a bigger defender on him, he's quick enough to go right around him. Um, he can run the break. I mean, and, and has been a, a great defender throughout his career as well. So I got two goats in, in Shaq, who's also a goat. So. I like it. It's, it's scary. That's a scary team. <laughs> you got the big fellas. Okay. I'm going to have to go with, since you picked Michael Jeffrey Jordan, I'm going with a guy who I think is underrated, believe it or not. And many people believe he's the greatest player of all time. Hmm. And I don't know if they're wrong. Irvin Magic Johnson. Because when you got those two big fellas, especially Kareem and Magic, we know about that chemistry. But Mike was a Laker, too. Okay. You have to have somebody who could give them that basketball. And since okay. you have a lot of size, I got to keep my size going. Give me Irvin Magic Johnson. We all know what he could do. Five-time champion, MVP, and the greatest passer in the history of the game. Okay. Okay. It's getting hot up in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that pick. Uh, ne- okay. For, na- for my next pick, this is a one-of-a-kind player. Never seen anything like this. I want Kevin Durant. Ooh. Seven feet with handles. The nastiest pull-up in NBA history. Un- unblockable. He's seven feet with a high release, and he puts arc on it. It's an unstoppable shot. Uh, he showed he could be clutch when, when teams need him. He could hit the big shot. He's not scared to, to shoot over anybody. Um, and he's he's become a better defender as he each year in the league, too. He's a very underrated defender. Durant is a great defender. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I mean, what he, like I said, he's a one-of-a-kind player with an unguardable shot. Um, and you know, it's nothing you can really do with him one on one. He's 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 a he's a ISO ISO scorer, but he could also show when he wants to Warriors that he could fit into a system and let other guys eat too. So I like that, and I think he'll fit right in um, with the team I have so far. Wow, you know the thing about these type of teams, 
it really isn't a bad pick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you pick it from the goats, you know? Right, right. Well, keeping in the goat thing, I got three Lakers. Might as well go with another Laker. And I'm surprised my son didn't pick them because this is my son's favorite player of all time. (laughs) But he left him out there. I hate to do this to you. I got to pick the Black Mamba. I got to go with Kobe. Yes, sir. And that's my answer to Jordan. You know, you got Jordan was one. Kobe was 1A. That's the closest thing to MJ we've ever seen. For many people in the young generation, that's their MJ. Yeah. So I figured I got three Lakers with Mikan, with Kareem. I got Magic. Might as well take the greatest Laker, Kobe, Bean, Bryant. Rest in heaven, my brother. Rest in peace. Okay. So this is... This is my fifth player. Yep. So, for my fifth player, I'm going to get a guy that's not even... We haven't even seen the best basketball from him yet. And he's already putting up historic numbers. And another one-of-a-kind player. Never seen a player like this. I'm going with the Greek freak. I knew it. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That hurt. I hope I said it right. That hurt. I mean... You've seen him. He's the, he's called the Greek Freak for a reason. Seven feet, fast, can jump over people, just insane. And he's a lot stronger than his frame. They call him Skinny Shaq. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he basically is. And and he's a guy that he's he's improved on his shooting as well. He, he's like like a pretty average three point shooter. And like I said, he's still young. He's he, we haven't even seen the best basketball from him yet. Um, and he's already been putting up before the season ended. He was putting up twenty nine, thirteen, and six, <sighs> and he's not even in his prime yet. That's yeah. crazy. Yikes! It's yeah. crazy. And he plays on both ends of the court. And he's a guy that he only cares about winning. You know, no, no distractions, no, no games. He just goes out there and hoops. You know, he just wants to win games, and you gotta love that from him. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add him as my my final starter. Okay. All right. He's some big teams, man. Some giants. And one thing about Giannis, I think at the end of this season, he probably was going to win MVP again. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was really only him or Bron. Really. Him or Bron, yeah. And, and, and you got to think, Bron had AD. And Giannis, I mean, you got, you got Middleton. You got some other players, but none of them are as – on AD's level. Right. So, I think that was kind of hurting Bron, where Giannis has, you know, he's just been, like I said, 29, 13, and 6. Ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like ridiculous. 2K numbers. That is. Well, we're picking a lot of big guys, but I got to give a shout out to a little fella. And once again, I'm picking somebody who changed the landscape of basketball. You know, when I was in high school, I played basketball. And if you just came down and just shot the ball from anywhere, you would just hear that sound and no player wants to hear. Bop! You coming out, <laughs> you going to the bench. But this guy changed it all. The greatest three-point shooter in the history of basketball. Uh, Y'all know who I'm talking about. Steph Curry. Yeah. Back-to-back MVP. Matter of fact, the first unanimous MVP in the history of of the NBA. Steph Curry with the shots. There you go. (laughs) Steph Curry with the shots. Shout out from April. But I I can't leave him off the list, man, because he changed the game. He made it fashionable or within the framework of the offense to, number one, pull up for three on a fast break 
or and or number two take maybe what two or three steps past half court mm-hmm. and let it ride. So I gotta go with Steph, man. I gotta have that three point shooting. Even though he'll be playing among the lands of the Giants, because we picked some really big guys, mm-hmm. but he's been small all his life, so he used to it. Yeah, I mean he could he could get a shot off on anybody, um, and yeah, I mean he definitely changed the game. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, so did we do our full our full starting five? Yeah. So that, those were the five uh, first picks. So now we're picking our six men. Well, let's recap our five right quick. Who's your starting five again? Okay, so my starting five. Uh, I got Shaq at the five. I'll probably put Giannis at the four. Uh, I'll probably put Bron at the three, KD at the two, and Jordan at the one. Yikeramba. That's, <laughs> That's scary. That's scary. Me, I'm playing positionless basketball. So I got my two big fellas in the back with Mike and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, Magic is running the point. And then, you know, I have Kobe. And Steph, mm. you know, they'll be. So we'll run like a two-point guard offense, a two-center offense, and then Kobe will just be like a rover. But Steph, Steph really, I think Steph and Magic will work well together. Because Steph kind of plays off ball, you know, when he's running around all the screens. Yeah, that's so true. So that, that, that's really a, a good a good set in there Yeah, in, in your backcourt. The only thing that hurt us a little bit is Steph is not the best defender. So we'll have to hide him a little bit on defense. But with the two twin towers, with my two big fellas back there, we'll probably get a little cute and play some zones or some things like that to kind of hide stuff. And if you get around them, you got two of the best defenders in the history of the game in George Mikan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar protecting the basket. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you can hide them with this team. I mean, it's not <laughs> Uh, we, you gonna put him on KD? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but uh, all right, let's go for the six man now. Oh, but you know what? You still could pick a GM or coach. You don't have to pick a six man. Oh right yeah, now. yeah. Or, and it, yeah, GMs and coaches right. are still out there. Um, I'm I'm gonna go to six man now. Okay. And this is a guy. Who's his own? He's his own man. He makes boss moves out here. Um, he's known as the Claw Kawhi Leonard. Oh, uh, he's a guy, one of the best two-way players in the history of the league. I think so. Um, and he just, like I said, he makes his own moves. You know, he he left a good situation with the Spurs, went to Toronto, and ended up beating the Warriors. I know they had a lot of injuries, but he, you know, he did his thing. And then after that, he could have just went to the Lakers, made a super team, but then he made that that move with the Clippers, with him and Paul George, which nobody saw coming. So that that was pretty crazy. And uh, but in terms of on the court, I mean, lockdown defender, got the huge hands. He could just grab the ball and and go down the court. And and what I like about Kawhi on offense is he he's so efficient. He is. It's no wasted movement. He doesn't take bad shots really. He, you know, he shoots, I believe he shoots over 50% from the field, over 40% from three, uh, 90% from the free throw line. So he's just an efficient player and he just makes, he can do it he, inside, outside. He He's one of the few players that still has a mid-range game. Um, and how, uh, like we said, Jordan Jordan is, is one, Kobe is one A. He, Kawhi's really the, in terms of that play style, he's really that next, that one B player. 
because um, he has that mid-range turnaround. He, you know, he he's in the clutch. So I think I think he's along that line, and he plays hard on defense. So go ahead, give me a Kawhi for my six man. I like that. Okay, okay. It ain't like you could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well for six man, I gotta I gotta shake things up, man. Um, I'm gonna need a little size because I went a little smaller with Curry, but I gotta go with this guy. Once again, when we talk about the greatest players of all time, I don't think his name comes up enough. Um, so I'm going to go with Bill Russell. Mm. He's the greatest winner in the history of the game. Yeah, 11, right? 11 rings. 11 rings. Greatest basketball IQ of all time. Because he won a ring not only as a player, but he also won a ring as a player coach. And, you know, we got trophies named after him. And he's probably the most respected guy, if not the most respected guy to ever play in the NBA. All the players look up to him. So I'm going to have to go with Bill Russell. I just can't keep him off the team. You got to go with another guy who many people consider to be, and it's not like they're wrong, the GOAT. So we got all six players. Um, so now it's time to get some coaches. And uh, oh, GM. I'm going a, I'm to a go with a... Hmm... I'm gonna go to GM first, uh, I, and I'm gonna go with the the greatest front office person of all time. He was also a great player for the Lakers, Jerry West. Oh, the logo, <laughs> the logo! I should have picked him earlier. Got to, got to. Uh, I mean, he's he's won seven rings so far, um, and what I like about Jerry, he makes big moves. You know, he he's the one that brought Shaq to LA. You know, a, a, a regular GM might say, oh, we got Kobe. We got all these veterans. We'll just let Kobe develop. No, nah, bring in Shaq, too. Now we got Shaq and Kobe. Uh, with the Warriors, they had a great one. Of the, they had the best team ever in the regular season. Um, and he still made them better by bringing in KD. Now you got a super team. And then he, he's responsible for pulling off the move with Kawhi and Paul George to the Clippers. So I like that he, he can make those big, those legendary historic moves and even when his team is really good he can still bring in another superstar and make him better so you gotta go with with the GOAT of the front office Jerry West yeah can't go wrong with the logo I'm going with someone that is controversial but was just a brilliant GM I gotta go with Jerry Krause wow I gotta go with Krause man players might be beefing with him a little bit (laughs) And people might not be too happy with him, but all he did was win. Yeah. Six rings in eight years. You know, two back-to-back three-peats. And he was the guy responsible for putting together the greatest team in the history of the NBA. The 72-10 and 10 Bulls yeah. who went on to win the championship, as we know, with Superman, Batman, Rodman. So I have to go with my homie. Jerry Krause, even though it'll be controversial and the players might be a little angry at him, but one thing all he does is win. Yeah, yeah, he can't can't deny his his record. Yep, uh, and the players, and he definitely made great moves. Um, coach. so now I got to get a coach. Hmm, I'm I'm actually gonna go with Greg Popovich. Hmm. I like what I like about Pop. He he brings a certain culture to the team. He makes everybody buy in, and it's just like a mutual respect between all the players and the coaches. 
And yet he just has a great mind. And what I what I like about Pop, he's not afraid to dig deep into his bench. Uh, if if it's a guy that is is lower on the depth chart, but if he comes in and hoops, he's gonna play. He could earn minutes. Um, I, I always like that about him. And uh, I think he he's a great job of uh, adapting his his system to the fit the players. You know, you saw him with the Twin Towers, David Robinson. And uh, Tim Duncan. Then he evolved that to where you had Duncan, Parker, Ginobili. Then he evolved that when he had Kawhi and Duncan and Parker and all those guys. So, and uh, he's just he's just a great coach. Um, and I like the culture he brings to the team. And he and he knows how to get his bigs involved in offense as well. I like it. Pop. I'm going with Lenny Wilkins. Mm. Lenny Wilkins. I think he might be the only guy. That's a Hall of Famer as a player and a Hall of Famer as a coach. I like the fact he got that dual package. He'll be able to relate to the players because I got guys from a lot of different eras on my team. So they definitely have to respect Lenny Wilkins because he could relate to them as a Hall of Fame player. He could relate to them as a championship winning coach. Mm -hmm. So I got to go with my homeboy, Lenny Wilkins. Okay. All right, Mike. I got a little bonus I want to throw in there. Um, What's that? I want to talk about halftime entertainment. If you could pick some halftime entertainment, okay. it could be a group, it could be one person, it could be a circus, it could be whatever you want. And what city would this team be in? And okay. you have to pick a city that's not already an NBA city. I'll oh. let you, since you have first pick, I'll let you go first on both of these. Halftime entertainer or entertainment, and then what city would you come up with to, to put this team out there? Mm. Okay. Uh... Okay, so halftime, I'm going to go with the greatest living performer, arguably, but Beyonce. I think I think the the performances she puts on are just, you know, if you've seen them there, they're just amazing. Queen so, B. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think it's something everybody will like. You know, she has pop songs so little kids can listen that are in the stands. Older people, you know the women are gonna be behind it. Yep. So, <laughs> so, so I think it's something everybody can get up. She has songs that make you want to move, and I mean the shows she puts on, they're so choreographed, and everything is like perfectly timed. It's just, it's just amazing. So uh, I will go with her, and uh, for the city, I guess I will go with the Bay. Bring basketball back to the Bay. Um, the Warriors just. They just moved to, to San Francisco. Uh, to San Francisco, so I'll bring basketball back to Oakland. Oh wow, <laughs> that'd be like uh, that'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be a big rivalry. Yeah, that would Oakland be Oakland versus yeah. San Fran. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would. Just like in football. Okay, that's cool. I got to come up with something. There. I think for my halftime entertainment, I go with the Universal Soul Circus. I just have a circus come to town. So we had a wildest <laughs> halftime ever. We had a wildest halftime ever. You know every game, the Universal Soul Circus is there. They're going to be wilding out. Acrobats, tightrope walkers, flame eaters, all sorts of stuff. And for my entertainment, uh, yeah, that's my entertainment. And for my city, I think I got I to gotta take it back to the motherland, man. I got to go deep. We going to Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, We need some NBA in Sippy. Okay. You know, a lot of us got most of our relatives came from the South. Mm-hmm. If they're still not in the South, there was a great migration to towns like Chicago, California, Oklahoma. So they need the NBA. So I will pick Jackson, Mississippi. 
to put my team back in the South, back in the old school times, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have some fun. They're, they're definitely, that would, that would, that would have a whole state rocking. For sure. Yeah. yeah um, I think that'd be fun. So I guess just to, to run back through my team. Um, so I would have uh, Shaq as my, as my center holding it down. I'll put Giannis at the four. Uh, Bron, LeBron James at the three, KD at the two, and I'll have Jordan running point. And then off the bench, you bring in Kawhi, coached by Greg Popovich, and then you got Jerry West making the moves. Wow. All right, I'll give you my recap. I got the Twin Towers, George Mikan, the first GOAT. Then I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Then I got the man, Kobe Bean Bryant. After that, Magic Johnson, mm. Steph Curry. Then coming off the bench would be Bill Russell, Lenny Wilkins as my coach, and Jerry Krause as my GM. Mm. And if you want to see these teams, just look into the comment section. We'll have them there. And we definitely want you guys to get out there in the comment section. Not only subscribe to the show, but show us your starting five with your six man and your GM, and your coach, your halftime entertainment, and pick your non-NBA city. Yep. We want to hear from you, and we want to make this interactive. We want to make it fun. All right. All right. We're doing pretty good there. So I know, April, um, I know you had a, a special announcement you wanted to say, and I think this is very important. Too. We wanted to send our condolences to the family and friends of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Abad Aubrey, and Sean Reed. And we wanted to say that we support all peaceful protests that are fighting against um, police brutality. And we just hope that these uh, peaceful protests lead to systematic change so that we can ensure that there's liberty and justice for all in the United States. That's well said. Well yeah. said. So that's another episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it again. Get in the comments. Give us your starting five with your six man or your all-time team. Give us your coach. Give us your GM. Throw in your, your halftime entertainment. Pick a non-NBA city. Anything else from you, Mike Burke? No, that's it. That's it. Another episode in the bag. Mike Burke, drop the beat. <laughs>